Hello, welcome to the Biomed Central podcast. Today we're joined by Dr. Simon Eckhind from King's College London to talk about his recent palliative care research. Simon, tell me a bit about yourself. So I'm a Londoner and I'm a physician by background. So I trained in medicine, qualified in 2009. Um, and since then I've gone into palliative care. And at the moment I'm doing a PhD in palliative care at the Cicely Saunders Institute, King's College London. Fantastic. So in, in one sentence, please summarise your findings. So in this research, we estimated how many people are likely to need palliative care in 2040. Um, and we found that at least 160,000 more people per year may have palliative care needs in 2040, if current trends continue. And this is much higher than previously expected. So, so please tell us, uh, tell us a bit more about what palliative care actually means, actually entails. So palliative care is a holistic approach to looking after people with serious illness. And it aims to improve the quality of life of patients and their families. Focuses not primarily on managing their illness, uh, but on addressing pain or other symptoms, as well as addressing the anxiety or distress that people with illness and their families may face and providing family support as needed. And palliative care, I think it's important because it provides an extra layer of support to people with advanced illness and their families. It enables people to receive individualised care in line with what is important to them. And this can continue alongside their disease management. How may palliative care be delivered? Well, palliative care is often delivered by specialist teams of healthcare professionals, and that may include doctors, nurses, physiotherapists, social workers or occupational therapists, alongside others such as chaplains and volunteers. And working within a multidisciplinary team means that we can assess and treat the most complex of healthcare needs in a flexible way. Specialist palliative care teams tend to deliver care in hospitals, hospices and also in the community. And they usually look after those people with advanced illness and more complex needs. But even if they don't have complex problems, the majority of people with advanced illness have symptoms or other problems relating to palliative care. And many of those needs can and will be met by non-specialists, such as general practitioners, community nurses or non-specialist hospital teams. So tell us a bit about your motivations behind the study. We think it's important to know something about the level of palliative care need in the population so that we can ensure there are services in place to meet that need. Other researchers have previously estimated palliative care need at a population level in several countries and they've used measures based on diagnosis, based on the prevalence of symptoms or on population survey. Most estimates at the moment agree that about 75% of people who die will have some degree of palliative care need in the months or weeks before their death. But... We know that the population is changing, with more people living to an older age. And we know this means that more people will die at an older age. Official forecasts from the Office for National Statistics indicate that the number of deaths each year will increase by 25% over the next 25 years because of these population changes. The frequency of chronic illness is also increasing. We just don't know what effect these changes will have on the number of people with palliative care needs in the future. So for this study, we set out to project how many people will need palliative care in the future taking changes in population and patterns of disease into account. And tell us about the study itself. What did you do? What did you find? So we analysed population and mortality data in England and Wales, produced by the Office for National Statistics. We estimated the proportion of people who die each year who may need palliative care based on their cause of death and looked at how this has changed over recent years. We then projected these changes forward for the next 25 years and applied them to population forecasts, giving an estimate of how many people may need palliative care over the next years and up to 2040. When we did this, we found that palliative care will grow out of proportion to expected population and demographic changes. This means that whilst there will be 25% more deaths by 2040, 
palliative care need is projected to rise by at least 42% by 2040. And that's equivalent to at least 160,000 more people per year with palliative care needs in 25 years' time. We also looked at what diseases will contribute to this growth in need and found that two main disease groups, cancer and dementia, will be responsible for much of the increase in palliative care need. If current trends continue, cancer deaths will grow from 140,000 to over 200,000 in the next 25 years, and dementia deaths will almost quadruple over the same time period. This projected growth in palliative care need is alarming, and it's much greater than the increase that might be expected based on population ageing alone. In fact, the growth may be even greater than what we found because it's becoming the norm for people to live with several illnesses rather than a single illness towards the end of their life. This multimorbidity will increase the complexity of people's healthcare needs and increase the likelihood they'll need palliative care support. These findings are not only relevant to England and Wales, whose data we used. Many other countries are experiencing population ageing, and it's likely that our findings are relevant to all those countries experiencing similar demographic and disease changes. Uh, certainly some alarming, uh, alarming statistics yeah. have come out of your study. Uh, what should be done to make sure these palliative care needs are met? Well, an increased need of this level means that health services must change to be able to care for those with complex illness towards the end of their lives. The current emphasis is on disease management. We need to see a shift towards holistic care, such as palliative approaches, alongside disease management. It's most likely that a combination of specialist and non-specialist palliative care will be required. And so both specialist palliative care teams and other healthcare professionals, whether in secondary hospital-based care or in primary care, must adapt to the expected changes. Models of care will need to change to support an increased number of people who are approaching the last months of life. For example, integrated short-term palliative care interventions have been shown to be of benefit in end-stage chronic respiratory illness and progressive neurological conditions. We'll also need to put more focus on the needs of those with illnesses such as dementia and those living with clinical syndromes such as frailty and multimorbidity. This will require more education and training for all health professionals involved in caring for people at the end of life. Structural changes to services may also be required as illnesses such as dementia tend to have a prolonged and unpredictable illness course. This means that services must be prepared to care for people over a much longer time period and be responsive to the uncertainty that their condition brings. An understanding of individuals' health preferences and how they change will be vital to deliver person-centred care. Why is action needed now? What can be done to make sure that these needs are met by 2040? Well, action is needed now because it takes a long time to develop and change health services and individual clinicians. For example, it takes 14 years from start to finish to train a specialist palliative care consultant. And a community geriatrician needs 15 years of training. Unless we make decisions on staffing and health service models now, there won't be enough people who are appropriately trained in looking after people towards the end of life. So what our projections really highlight is that health services in England and Wales must adapt now to be able to meet the palliative care needs of the population in the future. We need high quality care for everybody who has advanced illness, placing the person at the heart of that care and not simply more management of their different diseases without considering the person themselves, their specific symptoms and concerns and those of their families they try and support and care for them. Why choose 2040 as a time period? I mean, I think there's a couple of reasons. Firstly, 25 years is quite a reasonable period to project forward to. It's about a generation um, and it's a period that is very relevant for health service planners. If we projected 100 years into the future, it's very difficult to make plans now for that far ahead. 
but also official forecasts do indicate that there's increased uncertainty after 2040. So whilst we can make predictions and the Office for National Statistics does make projections 100 years into the future, there's increased uncertainty about those projections once you get beyond about 25 years. So we used the most recent data available 2014 and we projected that 25 years or so up to 2040. You, you briefly mentioned uh, not this research doesn't only apply to England and Wales. Uh, there are other countries, um, Italy, Japan, for example, where ageing populations is uh, certainly as strong a narrative as this country. Has any research been done in those countries? I think, yes, certainly in terms of estimating population palliative care need. There was a paper out last year um, in which they used one of these population approaches to estimate palliative care need across 12 countries and I think two or three continents. Nobody yet has really looked at projecting one of those estimates into the future. And I think that's something that this paper adds that's novel from this research. But I think it's something that you know, other countries experiencing population ageing, and there are many, that's something that those countries might want to consider doing in order to to highlight how palliative care need might be changing for them. To read and hear more science stories, subscribe to this podcast on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at BiomedCentral or visit our blogs at blogs.biomedcentral.com. All of our published research articles are also openly accessible on biomedcentral.com. Thank you for listening.